Okay, dude, you have to buy stuff directly from Ferrari. Right, it's, yeah. They just take, they just make you feel special. They got like Ferrari wrapping paper. They gave me a Ferrari bag. I'm like, oh my God, I feel like I own a Ferrari. But I don't. Yeah. Maybe in the it's, future. It's next level, that's for sure. Like, it is very, very good. Uh, and I think if you spend a stupid amount on a hoodie, which, by the way, this is which you so have. nice. It, it feels epic. It feels soft. It's good. Fits well. I'm not a fan of like the Giants. I've got the Leclerc one. And it's like 16. I'm not a fan of the giant 16 around like the stomach area. Yeah. But, um, it's pretty good. So also, for audio also, listeners, wait, wait. Ash has bought the um, Vegas limited edition hoodie. Yes. The, the red and white one. Yes. And what was that on the hood? Oh, so on the hood, yeah. on the hood, you had the Puma logo and Joshua Vides. It was the artist. Oh, the artist. That they, yes, nice. Yeah, they had a collaboration with. Nice. Gosh, I feel like Charles Leclerc, but without the looks or the money or the driving skills. <laughs> <laughs> so you just have depression, or um, yes. Hello, welcome everyone to the One Hundred Seven Podcast with myself, Ash, uh, myself, Jacob, and Ash. <laughs> I was very distracted because I have a little doggo with me. Uh, for so audio cute. listeners who won't be able to see, Bucky is with me at the moment. Um, don't really know why are you here. He, he just decided <laughs> to get on my lap. But we are here to talk about Abu Dhabi. Uh, I will first off apologise for not having a, an episode published um, for our pre preview or thoughts or like get ready for. Um, we didn't work out a time. <laughs> we just didn't no, work no. out a time. Uh, yeah, we're and... not full-time content creators, so well, life gets in the really, way, no. pay bills um, and stuff. But what yeah. we can do is lie about our predictions. <laughs> oh, yes. I predicted that this would be the fastest lap. and that, Yeah, no. Um, well, I think we have our predictions in our WhatsApp chat, right? I mean, both of them were wrong, other than Max winning. So, I mean... So, so my prediction was... Uh, Max, of course, and then I put Lando second and Charles third. Ah, uh, yeah. So okay. I kind of got two out of three at the podium. Yeah. Um, what was yours? You had Perez. I think Perez Max third, Max first, and then I. I think I said um, I said Lando second. Ah, uh, okay. Um, so yeah, but I, I I'll be honest. I think I have overestimated. Obviously. McLaren came forward leaps and bounds after the summer break, but then they sort of fallen back a teeny tiny bit um, after like Japan, Qatar. After those sort of races, they've sort of fallen back a little bit, and I think that's just because other teams have also brought upgrades, and so the upgrades are out of sync. So I'm over predicting how well McLaren will do. They still did very well, obviously in Abu Dhabi this weekend, but I think I'm I'm thinking that they're going to do better than they actually do. Um, yeah. Also, I'm incredibly biased. <laughs> those to tie to papaya tinted glasses so yeah oh you're wearing orange i'm wearing red it's, it's, i, uh, it's I am i do have my uh, mclaren lando <laughs> norris t-shirt oh god i'm not the mic because i was trying to stroke my dog um yeah so uh yeah orange and orange and red on the on the yes. podcast we have a colorful episode today we do but, uh, i think they've got the qualifying pace it was just the race pace was a little yeah. bit off i mean that that last like push from lando it was very clearly either I'm going to stick this on pole or I'm going to put it in the wall. And somehow he managed to save it. Um, really, really impressive. 
I thought he did fantastically. Just very, very unlucky not to finish off that quality lap because then obviously he would have been further up the further up the field for sure. Yeah, but also good on Charles for putting it on the front row. Yeah, again. So I think. Do we want to say it? Do we want to say that it bodes well for Ferrari no, next year? No, no, <laughs> we're not going to give anyone hope um, because that would be bad. I mean, Ferrari fans already uh, probably don't have the best mental state, so I don't exactly want to make it any worse. Uh, so <laughs> you can't set yourself up for disappointment, can you? Oh, good nope, job! Somebody just... broke the mic. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, Ferrari, no, you're right. Ferrari. Yes, for, yeah, classic Ferrari. Um, but yeah, no, I I know exactly what you mean. But um, the only other like I guess big stories come out of quality was obviously Carlos being so far down. Speaking of Ferrari, what did mm-hmm. you think of Carlos's quality? Um, I I think it was just I want to say mismanaged, but it's just like it's just one of the things where they needed the lap, they went out, there was traffic, he just he just couldn't get it done. Yeah. And I think to be honest, I don't go on. I just, I just, I just think I look. I know they're fighting for uh, second in the championship, but I think part of them is like, well, we just, we just don't care anymore. Well, I think <laughs> that like, also, like, let's be honest. Yes, second in the championship is good, but I think yeah. that if they finish third, they get more wind tunnel time. Yeah, but I think they'd rather want second to say, look, we we're runners up and true get their extra prize money and it's just that you know look we came second I, and only yeah. to red bull i get the money but also i feel like with um like at the moment again i'm probably completely wrong let's be honest um but i feel like with money and wind tunnel times because obviously the budget for these teams has been capped so much they're not spending anywhere near as much as they used to so the prize money won't matter that or as much i guess to the bigger teams to the smaller teams like williams and Haas, of course but I think it will matter less so. It's more about bragging rights and wind tunnel time for the bigger teams. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I, th- I think they would have wanted second. Um, especially as well how, and we'll, we'll talk about it when we talk about the race, just how Charles was like, what do I need to do? Tell me the gap. Shall I let Sergio yeah. pass everything? He was really trying to get second in that Constructors' Championship. One Probably the, more than most of Ferrari. <laughs> one of the F1 TV presenters, they actually said maybe that that's partly because they have like a Constructors' Championship like bonus associated in contracts, um, yeah. which could be a thing. I don't know. I'm not accusing anyone of trying to be like a money grabber or anything like that, but like that could be something um, to, to consider. It could be, but I think also the bonus would be for the whole team as well, wouldn't it? I yes, guess every single yeah, person exactly. in the team would get a bonus if they if they do something for being a position in the championship. Because I know they do it if you win the constructors. Yeah. Well, from what I've heard, Red Bull and Mercedes do give a bonus out. Um, but as for coming for second, no idea. I'm not sure. No idea at all. But yeah. But yeah. anyway, race. Let's talk about the race. It was yeah, um, enough, I found I think, right. Yeah, I found it quite good. I definitely you could tell within the first few corners, like th- there were a couple of moments where I thought Charles could send it, uh, but I think he was playing the long game. He's like, look, if I damage a car, Carlos is down, and was it P sixteen or yeah. P seventeen? It's like we're not getting these points for the potential second because I definitely think at the end of that straight, he could have done what uh, Verstappen did to him in Vegas and just hang it around potentially yeah. a little bit. But then he's like, Max is going to get past me anyway. Let's just protect second and, and see what I can do. And uh, 
Yeah, good race from George as well. Um, I think he needed that as well for his confidence to have yeah. a podium. It was only at a the end of the season. The season. I know, considering like how he's he's driven well. I think yeah. as well, he's qualified well. I think was it ended up a the draw? D, was it? Draw, yeah, 11-11. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I keep thinking it's Between 23 races because of all the ads, but yeah. there was no Imola. No Imola, yeah. So, yeah, ended up as a draw. And, uh, yeah, the, the McLaren struggled. So, if we go very quickly, McLaren struggled uh, with the race pace, I think. So, yeah. Lando dropped back a little bit. Oscar definitely struggled. Um, Fernando just did what Fernando did. And Sergio about, made his way through. What do you think about the brake testing? So I don't think it's uh, brake testing, personally. I feel as though cold tires. He's attacked the corner and he's gone. Oh, I'm a bit close to that wall, lads. I'm gonna I'm gonna apply the brake and how uh, it's blown it out of proportion. I don't think he brake tested him. No, I think yeah, he, he probably braked a little bit early and was off the accelerator a little bit early. But I don't think he did. Like you said, there was also no reason for him to brake test. No, him as well. So if it's like something had happened earlier on in the race. Then I could maybe see him trying to get revenge, but no, I don't think he he brake tested him. No, um, I think yeah, cold tires just coming out of the pit, trying to um, maybe he was because you know how he looks in his mirrors. He turns his head to look in the mirrors quite a lot. He could have just turned his yeah. head to look in the mirror and then gone, "Oh wait, hold on a minute, that wall's a hell of a lot closer than I thought it was," and you just instinctively break. So um, yeah. maybe I don't know. Um, what uh, what about Alpine? Uh, Alpine, I don't know. They're just confusing, aren't they? Gas- yeah. Even Gasly doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> no, no idea. Um, I do want to talk about Yuki. Oh, yeah. Can we can we also mention that Yuki met his hero this weekend? Do you know who his hero he is? He did. Yeah, because yeah, he's, he's that hero's son. <laughs> did you hear what he said? His iPhone name is Jason Statham's son. <laughs> so when he Bluetooths... Seriously, he, he when he Bluetooths like, to the car... It's like connecting to Jason Statham's son. <laughs> That's so, brilliant. Oh, it, it's it's amazing how like Jason Statham is his hero. <laughs> yeah, it's such a random thing. I don't yeah. know why. Like, it's I get it, but like I don't know why him. Like, that's so random. Well, but it, I absolutely bit, love it. Like a, a bit of a personal story. Like my dad, like grew up with like Marlon Brando, The Godfather, and all. His favorite actor oh. is Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> what? I know. You guys, I just love every Mark Wahlberg film. All of them. He just loves he just loves Mark Wahlberg as an actor. All right. So it's probably a similar thing where like Yuki's just connected and it's just like, yo, Jason Statham's my guy. Clearly loves the Meg. Claire, do you know what? Clearly you should play Yuki in a Formula One film. Oh, that would be hilarious. Just with no context. Like whatsoever. <laughs> Don't even try and put on like a Japanese accent but, or anything. No, 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 no. I want him in like a really badly fitting wig as well. So like it's written like everyone else is <laughs> oh, perfectly. But Jason Statham with like a really shit wig. Just yeah. playing Yuki Sonoda. That would be so good. So, so uh, good. And then, like, if he gets into an instant on track and just just trying to just kick ass, just trying to fight Max Verstappen. <laughs> oh, that would be so good. Oh, oh I, I would pay a lot of money to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brad Pitt, if you if you need any other ideas for your F one film, let us know. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it I thought that was, was awesome. It? But 
it can be like the Formula One cinematic universe. Yeah. And like at the at the end of the film, like Jason Statham just pops up. F one C in Alpha Tauri in Alpha Tauri <laughs> Alpha Tauri uh, racing suit and just ready to like just kick it's, ass. It's the sort of thing where like he would randomly. He, I think he's going to be in the next Fast and Furious. He would just turn up wearing a Yuki Tsunoda like driver cap for no reason, <laughs> like just in the film for no reason. That would be oh. so brilliant. Like, or do you know stuff like that? Just would have be Yuki make a cameo and like just <laughs> yeah. saving Jason Statham. Please, <laughs> uh, please make it happen, guys. Make it happen. Uh, but Yuki had. I think was it his best like finishing position ever? Or is it best quality position ever? I know that. For sure. uh, I'm not sure, but he was the second Japanese driver to ever lead a Formula One race after so, Takuma Sato. Yes, that's what they said on the commentary. Yeah, I'm just, just, <laughs> just rewording. Yeah, it. they said that on F1 TV commentary as well, and they, and like they quizzed David Coulthard. Um, since we're just like i mean max won the race it's the last race there wasn't really much to fight for apart from the constructors and we're just mishmashing around can i make a complaint about the race direction okay sure go for it because i made this complaint to you yes you and did. It was the floor is yours infuriating that there's a battle there's a real battle on between mercedes and ferrari for peter and the constructors right and charles has gone all big brain playing 4d chess it's like well, if I let Sergio pass, and I know he's got a five-second time penalty, and then he will get those points, and then I can like be within five seconds, and like George will then go behind, and it's just like whatever's going through his head, driving a car at two hundred miles per hour, yeah. all fair play to him. And they were showing the battle with Lewis, and I can't remember who it was. Was it Fernando? I think it was Yuki. Or Yuki. No, I think it was Yuki. I think it was Yuki. Um, and I'm like, okay, that's good. There's a battle going on, but this is this is more important. And I want to see like, where is he going to let him past? Is it going to work? What's going to happen? And they're like, ah, it's really annoying. It's really annoying. Yeah, I, I I understand. The F1 TV direction wasn't too bad um, because they had side by side pictures um, at a couple of points. But I I completely understand how that would be really really frustrating. Sorry, my dog would like to go down now, so I've just got to move my headphone cable out of the way. Okay. While you do that, I will send you the link and maybe we'll put it out on the socials. There's a YouTube video where they invited someone down to their production room and oh, yeah. it is absolutely mental. Oh, I can like, imagine. The production yeah. that goes in. The screens that are everywhere, the people creating the graphics, writing the uh, team radios up, it's absolutely insane. And I'd highly recommend everyone watch it. It's really good. Yeah, because I think... That would be the same like war room, I guess, as they would have for like the F1 app, because obviously they have to have the F1 app going as well. So you might have one person writing up the driver radios and stuff like that for like one or two teams or whatever. And then you'd have to have somebody like working out whether or not that was, you know, good to feature on the race or not or whatever. So yeah, it must be a ridiculous yeah. workflow for sure. I'd love to be a fly on the wall, like for one of the races and just see how they do it. Yeah. Watch the video, it's crazy. They even have like pre written radio messages, like box box. It's already pre written, ready yes. to go. They yeah, just yeah, have yeah. to attach the driver to it and stuff. So it's really, really cool. Really cool, actually. Yeah. yeah. And there's also another video which I'll send to you about just how what goes into like flying everything over for all the teams. I think oh, DHL yeah. did it. It is 
absolutely mental. <laughs> yeah, the logistics behind Formula One are also absolutely insane. Um, yeah, to do it 23 times a year, 22. essentially without fault. <laughs> no, they did go oh, to Imola. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> most of the stuff arrived. <laughs> yeah, yeah, is without really fault. I mean, I'm sure stuff goes wrong, but they fix it. Yeah, um, it's pretty, pretty darn cool. Yeah, it's it's very impressive how many working parts there are just to get twenty cars on a on a track for a couple yeah. of hours, you know. Um, yeah, but yeah. So you spoke earlier about the time penalty that Sergio Perez had, um, and I don't think he did that badly this weekend. I think that had he not had that time penalty, um, he would have been on the podium, obviously, uh, probably, maybe, yeah, but. I think he he also put himself in that position with the poor qualifying. Yeah, true. Um, but do so, you agree with the penalty that Sergio got? This was an incident after yes. the first long straight with Lando Norris where Sergio just essentially, I don't know, didn't really... I don't know, it was a bit of an odd one. I felt like five seconds was harsh-ish um, in, in the way that there was still a lot more room for Lando to go into. However... Um, to be completely honest, Lando didn't really give Sergio that much space, but that's how you do overtakes. So I just think that it was it's just one of those ones where it it was a five second time penalty as far as I'm concerned. It's just a little bit harsh. Um and I think those frustrations came out on the radio for Sergio, who was called up to the stewards uh after his radio message at the end of the <laughs> yeah he was <laughs> i did hear about that i was watching ted's notebook and he was called up to the stewards for some uh constructive criticism yes <laughs> which honestly completely agree with him to be completely honest the, the the fia direction this year has been all over the place um and i like i said i can understand his frustration because he's been given a penalty but at the same time like it was still deserved um, and I think Lando's comments around like Sergio does tend to crash into people quite a lot also made it just that little bit funnier as well. Like, obviously, you have to remember that Sergio crashed into Magnuson in Japan. He's crashed into Lando um, this week as well. Like, he seems to be picking up quite a few incidents where he hits into people. I mean, uh, Charles Leclerc in Mexico as well. Like, there's quite a few that you can pick out. Um, and it may even be that he's getting a little bit of a reputation as, you know, difficult to overtake because, you know, he just makes a mistake or puts elbows out a little bit too much. Um, but I don't know. Do you, do you think that that might be the case, or is this just a, another clumsy sort of thing from Perez? Well, he doesn't help himself in qualifying out of position, which no. means he needs to make the moves, and he wants to obviously get up as high as possible. Um but, you know, he's got the fastest car. He just needs to be a little bit more patient. Yeah. But that penalty was was deserved. Lando gave him room on the inside. Lando is also entitled to go around the outside. And Perez just, you know, just like, no, nah, I think I'll just keep going that way. Yeah. Um, and if you think about it, it is also somewhat consistent of Vegas. True. Where, you know, Charles was on the outside and Max just pushed him out. Kind yeah. Of thing. So, yeah, I think the penalty was was deserved. Uh, obviously, for next year, he's got to make sure he's qualifying a lot higher up on the grid. And um, also, uh, if you want to know why there's a really, really good... Uh, I haven't listened to it yet. I've listened to a clip, a uh, podcast of Alex Albon um, yeah. on the High Performance Podcast. And oh, he nice. talks about like, 
Max Verstappen's driving style. Mm. And he goes, he, the best way he describes it is like, they actually have a similar driving style, which they like, like a good front end. Um, but with Max, just imagine you're like, you're on a computer game and you, you've just ramped up the sensitivity to like a hundred and they're like every, every movement is just what the fuck is going to happen. That's what his driving style is like. So if you drive the same car as Max, someone like Alex or Pierre, who are very good drivers, they can't do what Max does because he's just in his own little world of feel and, and control. Sounds that's like, that's right, actually yeah. a pretty good way of uh, explaining it. So he's like, the car is not built for Max. The car is not built for any driver. They just build the fastest car. And Max can just get Tame more it, of that. More. I guess. Better. Yeah, Max can just get more out of it than anyone else. But yeah, I think Sergio, going back to what you said, Sergio deserved the penalty. And I think for next year, he's just going to work on his qualifying and just be a little bit more patient when making some of these moves. He's going to have to do a lot of work uh, over the winter break, I think, especially... A lot of work. Well, he's got to go Nico Rosberg. Yeah, he's he, he, he he really does. I think, did you see his comments where he said that he's aiming for, he's aiming to win the championship next year? I mean, if he said anything less, he'd, he's lost the championship. True. Right? I don't expect him to say anything less. But internally, if he's thinking, I can't beat Max, I'll never beat Max, etc., he's already lost it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, true. You know, if you think you can or if you think you can't, you're right either way. Right. So he should be going in with a man's mindset of like, I can beat Max, I can. Well, he can beat him at the beginning of the year. And then he just That's fell true. off completely. After race, what, four, five, he just fell off randomly yeah. it's very strange um so i mean well wasn't it like they said they made some changes to the car was yes, it around barcelona, yeah, barcelona time and he just yeah. he didn't gel with it as much as max did so yeah well i mean but the best drivers they're the ones that are most adaptable luis True. fernando so we shall see we shall um yeah so we we talked about alpine um the we talked about obviously Carlos. Um Carlos was uh marked as a DNF. Oh, did they retire him at the end or something? I didn't know that. <laughs> so, let's have a quick look. I don't know what happened there. Up, yeah. Uh it just says Carlos signs DNF. DNF did not finish. Yeah. Very must have, uh, must have um, but yeah, so and he's still technically finished above Valtteri and Kevin. <laughs> so that's very interesting um, but the only other uh, thing I was going to talk about actually very quickly was Williams um, I think uh, you know secured P7 yeah secured P7 in the championship um, with a little bit of luck if I'm completely completely honest I think Yuki could have probably scored a couple more points um, but hats off to Williams um, Alex did decent enough I think he had an okay enough race um, and Logan didn't finish last uh, Joe Guan Yu finished behind him and I wanted to ask especially based on the comments from James Vowles saying that you know we want to work with him next year um, and he said a couple of other bits and pieces as well but he all but said he will be in the car but he said it's not like the decision hasn't been made yet it's, that, it's not that it's out of his hands it's that you know I, I can't remember specifically but he he sort of like alleged that it's not 100% sure just yet. Um, and that is also very interesting to hear based off of the rumour which I told you about on the Saturday 
uh, in that Williams were potentially looking into how Frederick Vesti got on in the F2 championship as well. Um, so I really don't think that he's going to be in the car next year. I just don't, I don't think he's going to be there based on the comments like, oh, it's out of my hands because I think that there's some sort of internal struggle within Williams potentially where a few people feel like it's time to try somebody else. Well, he did lose every single qualifying battle. Every Alex. single one. Um... I know well, he's a rookie. He is a rookie, and let's be honest, he's up against Alex Albon, who is a particularly good driver. So let's give him a little bit of credit where credit's due. But he only scored points on a technicality because Hamilton was, you know, binned off uh, in the US. No, uh, he no, was, no. He he got it without Hamilton. Was that? Was that? Yeah, he, he got P10, and I think he was promoted to P9. Was it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I let me. Sworn uh, it was he was P eleven and got promoted to P ten. I thought it's like United States, Logan. Oh shit, maybe you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. Oh, he, it was, he, uh, yeah. Okay. He got promoted Sorry, yeah, right. uh, to P ten, but Alex was P ten previously. Um, but so uh, I would argue that he was very unlucky in Zandvoort and could have potentially no, scored points. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, sorry, because. They put that down. All right, no, no, sorry. It's weird. I'm looking at the results. They put Lewis Hamilton in second, yeah, but, but they, they put DQ'd, him as DQ'd. Yeah, yeah, it's confusing. Um, yes, but yeah, he. I would argue he was. He was. Sorry, my dog's just coming again. He was unlucky in Zandvoort as well. Which I mean, he had a technical fault there. No driver fault, as far as I I'm aware. But at the same time. Uh, there's no harm in 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 keeping me in the car, right? It's somebody you know, somebody who you know you've had for a year already. There's comfort in that, but I would argue that there is probably more opportunity or potentially a better driver out there who could fill in that seat. I think he'll be there next year. Okay, well, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, knowing this podcast, we always record when there's some sort of breaking news, so it'll probably get confirmed literally as we're talking. Um, but I just I don't <laughs> think he's going to be in the car. Um, and I, I just don't quite think he's, he's, he's proved that he deserves the seat. I, don't, I, just don't th- I just don't think he's done enough. Yeah, I don't think he's done enough. I think he's improved throughout the year, but I think they're going to give him next year because... I don't see who they can realistically bring in. I know you said Frederick uh, Vesti because um, I think he's he can still race F two. Yeah, he can still race F two anymore. Yes, he can. Why? Theo Pochet won. Yeah, but this is Frederick. He's already said it's his last year. Like he's done. Oh, oh, he's just oh, he just doesn't want to do it anymore. I'm, pr- I'm pretty um, sure. I also think that he is somewhat known. So they kind of know where he's strong, where he's weak, and how they can help him, True. improve him. It probably does bring some money to the team. And I think with everything that's going to happen at the end of 2024, because a lot of driver contracts are up then, it they it, it gives them a little bit more leeway to yeah. be like, right, we're not going to put a rookie in and then have to change again. It's like, if Logan does well, we're kind of sorted. If not, it's 2024 and we can replace him with a rookie or someone that may become free from another team. Yeah. Could see Valtteri Bottas go back, you know, kind of thing. I mean, 
there's the outside chance i think um but i yeah i i don't i don't know about that one um i think uh yeah i think it's going to be very interesting but obviously pretty much everyone else has contracts sorted for 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 next year um so there's there's not that much limited there's limited availability um uh obviously next year but year after yeah you're right the door is wide open for anyone to come in realistically um we'll have to wait and see um cool i know we'll so i know we'll do like a proper right not sorry season summary and we will yes at our predictions and who we give out some awards we'll give out some awards but um i did like the fact that uh not everyone was there, but there could be reasons. Um, they do the driver's dinner at Abu Dhabi. Yes, I saw they did. The Always nice. Choose Instagram. That's yeah. really nice. Same, like same place that they did uh, Seb's goodbye dinner as well, um, which is always nice. And obviously, it's been a year without Sebastian Vettel, which I'm incredibly sad about, obviously, for obvious reasons. <gasps> Williams could put Seb in the car. <laughs> um no i uh yeah i think that's something to note as well like it's been it's been a little bit disappointing not to see not to see seb on the grid but something which like you know i'd finally gotten used to and then he appeared in japan um (laughs) um but i think uh i think this season as a whole like reflecting back on it has been a, a good enough season it's been interesting it's provided some interesting racing and stuff um it's just a little bit disappointing i guess if you're not a red bull fan that Red Bull only lost one race of the 22. Like, they won 21 races this year, which is mad. Um, But I did see a very interesting stat. Would you like to hear about the RB19? Would you like to hear it? Oh, my God. Yes. So, the RB19, our Max Verstappen, led 1,003 laps, right, during the whole season. Would you like to know how many laps the McLaren MP4-4 led during its dominant season? Uh, this is for for both drivers combined. How many laps it led? Oh, both drivers. There's less races. Yeah, there was Maybe less like races. Seven hundred. One thousand and three. Oh wow, it's exact. Exactly the same. But they have less races. They did have less races, yes. But that shows you just how dominant the uh, was as well. So I'm thinking, like a big chunk of went from Singapore. Yeah, but then like. Sergio won a few races. Yeah, but this is oh, obviously right. this is Verstappen's own versus the. Oh, sorry, Verstappen. Two. I thought you meant yeah. the Red Bull. No, sorry, no, no, sorry. Verstappen on his own. Oh, okay. I don't know what the combined is for Red Bull, but Verstappen okay. on his own was a thousand and three, as was the oh, cool, cool, the cool. MP4 dash four. Um, just I I I wanted to mention it because it's just a nice statistic. Like it's the same number. It just is a nice stat. Um, but yeah, uh, I I think that it will be very interesting to see you know, how competitive or how dominant they are next year. I, well, yeah, we'll talk about it in, in the yeah. review of 2023 and the preview of 2024. They're yeah. the team to beat. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. With no major regulation change, they're, they're, they're the team to beat. And yeah. it's going to be hard oh, 100%. to see um, a team make that massive jump. Yeah. Considering so, they're also going to be increasing. So I I guess I have a, a, a wrap up question for you and then and then I I'd like to move on to you know what's going to happen now because it's the off season we have no well 
at the time of Lights Out in Abu Dhabi, there were 98 days until Lights Out in Bahrain for the 2024 season. However, <laughs> uh, what did you think of the race? Just in and of itself, any other thoughts that you had around Abu Dhabi? There wasn't really too much else, I don't think. Um, um, I think I've, I've got one other thing, which during the well after the race, which was very cool, which was Max's donuts at the end. Always entertaining to see to see donuts at the end of the end of the year. Um, and yeah, it's uh, honestly that <laughs> that clip of him like with his finger up and like making circles with his with his finger from the car. It, it really is yeah. iconic to me. Anyway, it's it's just one of those things that will live in my head rent free. Um, but yeah. Um, I will say this. Uh, I think it was, I think it was pretty average race, to be honest with you. Um, but now that you mentioned donuts, did you hear what happened with Charles? No. <laughs> oh no! Remember that saying? Was it man loses what little hope he didn't know he had? Yeah. <laughs> so after going big brain, trying everything he could to get Ferrari second in the world championship, um, he asked if he could do like uh, donuts or burnouts yeah. at the end of the race. Todd, no. <laughs> yeah, I I think it's a probably a similar <laughs> situation to although Mick Schumacher did actually do it a couple of years ago, but I think it's one of the things where like though they're using those cars for testing in like two days, so yeah, they don't want come to on, them up. just 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 um, let just give him something. You're give you're absolutely something. right. I think that you know, they they should have given him something. You know, just you know, just um, yeah, just do just do like three donuts. That's it. You know, even just like, but like, two, no, you fine. can't do yeah. it. Like, oh, yeah. gosh. I always go with the. It's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. He should have just pulled off and yeah. started doing them, or like accidentally unplugged his his headset. Oh no, <laughs> crime! Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know if anyone else did donuts. I think it might have just been Max. I don't know if any of the other drivers on the grid did. Um, maybe Yuki did some for Franz Tost. Maybe, yeah. Yes, no idea. Uh, actually, that's not what I had for next. But yeah, Franz Tost obviously retired from AlphaTauri, from Formula One in and of itself. Uh, ridiculous. Um, absolutely ridiculous. I want to say, like, legacy, but like a ridiculous um, time, a, like a lengthy mm. time in Formula One. I think it was, was it like 28 years or something like that? Maybe yeah, even longer. I don't know, but he's been there um, for a long, a long time. time servant. Yeah, and I think he was pretty well respected with like in and around the paddock. So, yeah, happy retirement to to Mister Tost. I'm sure we'll see him in the paddock. Uh, probably, yeah. Then. He'll be like you know, I think he's, like an he's ambassador, Italian, or right? Um, he'll he'll be back for like the Italian races and like coming in and saying hello and stuff. So. Yeah, he'll he'll be around every now and again. A bit like Seb turning up with some bees for some reason. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, but so obviously it's it's the end of the of the season. So we will we will be back at some point. We're we're not too sure on the schedule, but let's maybe give the ladies and gentlemen a little bit of a preview of what we're thinking of doing during the off season. So we have we have a rewards ceremony which we're going to do. Which we rewards? Need to... Why are you calling it rewards? rewards. Award ceremony. Sorry, uh, we're going to yeah. do an award ceremony of like the like best bits and pieces uh, during the season. We're going to do a season review. Uh, we're going to do a few of the bits and pieces as well um, because we have to fill the void somehow. 
Um, we will fill the void somehow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But also, it's good to know and good for us to let you guys know that we won't be slowing down. Uh, maybe a little bit, but we won't be stopping. Maybe uh, over Christmas, we yeah. might skip a week. Or yeah. Something. Um, or we might record like a couple of mini like episodes, like 10, 15 minute episodes that we can that we can publish to keep you entertained, keep the keep the ball rolling, you know, because consistency is key when trying to build a podcast or build anything, to be honest with you. So Yeah. What was the stat? Most podcasts stop after was it three episodes? Yeah, most podcasts stop <laughs> after like three episodes. So I think yeah. for us to We're in done, the fifties. Yeah, we're in the fifties <laughs> now. This is yeah, we we seem to be going pretty well, in all honesty. Yeah. Like isn't it a bit mad to think how how like where we started from all yeah. the way through to that? Crazy. Now? Uh, and it, like just seeing like some of our reels get like millions of views i'm yeah. like wow yeah we've had like three or four now like we're on three what three yeah uh, so it was the the massa one the hamilton one and the abu dhabi one the yeah the abu dhabi one but you've forgotten my lance stroll one is that hit a million yeah the lance stroll one where uh pov or lance stroll at the uh qatar grand prix and it was james hunt punching the um oh wow uh, punching the steward no not steward uh marshall so, oh wow yeah, i didn't so we've, know that we've had, oh, that's we've cool. had, there's even there's one more it like I, I remember telling you i woke up and it had like 1.1 million views and i was what the hell and it was like pretty much all from facebook which is very very <laughs> odd um because we don't even have a facebook page we should probably just chuck one up to be completely honest with you because then we can cross post between facebook and instagram we i thought instagram does up. it already does it not exactly I so that's i don't really I'm know saying, like, we should just cross post we should just get that set up i can do it it's fine um but yeah uh yeah it's it's ridiculous to think how far we've come in what, i know eight nine months it's been a fun journey. Um, yeah, it's been good. So we just need to carry on this. Carry on this moment. We're in our Toro Rosso era. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we haven't won a race just yet, but uh, yeah, no, we're we're on our Toro Rosso era. Um, but yeah, no, we need to crack on over the winter break. So yeah, we will be back. We'll be back next week with something. We don't know what we're going to do. Are we going to do season review next week? I think that's probably... We'll do, we'll do a yeah. season review next week because yeah. it's fresh and do a yeah. little bit of a, a preview. And do it gives us also time to think about the awards. Yes. What we want to do. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think we should do awards. You called it rewards then. Uh, I don't think... No, I said do... awards. I thought you said rewards. Did I say rewards? rewards? I think you I said, said awards. awards. Um... No, I said awards. We'll go back and listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> we are quite literally <laughs> recording this. We will know who's <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll come back with some awards and stuff like that. Um, and so, obviously, if you have any suggestions for award categories, please let us know on Instagram. I'm going to pop up a question as well after this podcast. The crazier, um, the better. Yeah, the most ridiculous categories are absolutely amazing, um, and we will do our best to have some fan favorites thrown in there as well. We'll do the usual, like you know, best livery and like you know, like yeah, best helmet, uh, best helmet. We'll do like what the best race was, like the most surprising or like the, the best performance and stuff like that but we want to know like what the like funniest moment or like most awkward moment and stuff like that we'll we'll figure some stuff out we'll we'll definitely do that cool cool any suggestions but yeah cool well other than that i think we've been recording now for like 39 minutes so unless nice. you have anything else i think we should probably you know let these people get back to their commutes in silence or i guess maybe auto playing the next episode or whatever or whatever hitting you're doing. a few reps at the gym patrick yeah, patrick god <laughs> damn it 
Like, don't put those weights down. We need one more. One more. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think. I think. Let's let's just end it with. Yeah. Um, let's stop yeah, with Patrick. <laughs> I think. I think you should end it. I think you should end it. I think we should end it with. I'm just going to bring up the quote now. Uh, I spelled Vettel's name wrong. Good job. He had, he, yeah, where it was, um, we have to remember these days because there's no guarantee that they will last forever. And we just witnessed one of the greatest individual performances in Formula One history. We'll probably see for a long, long time. So, you know, you're going to be telling your grandkids or granddogs about this. <laughs> I was there. I watched that season. I watched this man dominate i now have ptsd whenever i hear the <laughs> dutch or austrian national anthem <laughs> uh, actually i so i watched the f2 race and i watched the showdown between vesti and porsche right um and it was very weird hearing the danish national anthem on the tv i'd never i don't think oh. i'd ever heard it like you know did like, you stand up and put your did you stand up and no, put I, your I, I, hand I on your heart? Hand over my heart, but I hadn't heard it in a while. I was like, "Oh yeah, this is what it sounds like to have a different song on the podium." <laughs> um, yeah, and it's the first time ever during an F1 season where the British national anthem wasn't yeah on, wasn't on the podiums or anything. How odd! Mental, absolutely mental. Yeah. Obviously, we had the Austrian national anthem for the Milton Keynes based team. <laughs> Had the Italian national anthem, uh, the yes. Spanish one, Dutch and Mexican. Italian, Spanish, Dutch, Mexican. That was it. Wow. <laughs> but when was the last time someone had a truly dominant season and then they re replicated it the year after? Because I'm thinking Vettel was pretty dominant in 2011, but then 2012 was a mix. Yeah. And then he was dominant in 2013, but then 2014 mm -hmm. was taken over by the Mercs. Yeah. Mercs were good in 2020, and then 2021 was 2021. Yeah. And then I'm probably, probably for thinking back to the Schumacher era. Yeah, 03, 04 I think probably... Schumacher, yeah. Um, I think you're right. So, so, yeah, so if we look at history, then maybe it could be a little bit more competitive next season. Mika Hakkinen, he won two in a row. Was that was he dominant? I can't remember. Or I think he, he was fighting uh, Michael. At yeah, the time. he fought Michael, but I I don't I don't know how dominant that those seasons were. But that's just a question for the, for the flying fin. Uh, well, not for him, but about him. I don't know how dominant those seasons were off the top of my head. Oh, we'll um, have to have a look at it. We'll ask him. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll just send him a, send him a message on uh, on Instagram. Why not? <laughs> probably, probably Instead of googling it, I'll just ask him. Uh, um, but yeah I, yeah, I just don't know how dominant those seasons were. But that, I was well, trying to think back-to-back -back champions. Well, in '98, uh, there were 16 races, and he won half of them. Oh, uh, in '99, in '99, there were 16 races again, and he won five. So okay, so I less don't so. think it was. All right, so I wouldn't classify. I don't that think it was dominant, dominant. No. in terms of like a Max or a Lewis. Winning but... half, I would argue, was quite dominant. To be fair, um, like that's quite impressive. But I, I would argue he didn't follow it up the next year with like eight or nine wins. So no, sorry, that's true. But um, if we look, uh, Schumacher won one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. So only two less than Mika. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Remember these times. Remember these days. They won't last forever. 
So also, if you're any other fan of any other team, hopefully <laughs> these days will end at some point and we'll have some other bloody national anthems on the podium. But yes, let's wrap it up there. Let's call it a day. Uh, yeah, thank you everyone very much for listening. Uh, and thank you for the support over this, what, last season? I was going to say last year, but last season it's been amazing and we can't wait to see just how good next year's going to be either. And we love you all. Except Patrick. Unless you do Except one more Patrick. rep. You do one more rep. Uh, yeah. on one no, two more reps. Two more reps. Two? Oh, I was asking a yeah, bit much. Yeah, I got two. <laughs> two more reps, then. Oh, no, let's do three for each championship that Verstappen has. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cheers, should, we, should we make him do a rep for each lap Verstappen's <laughs> led? <laughs> yeah, Patrick. 1,003 reps. Go. Now. Do it. <laughs> okay. Thank you all for listening. See you next week, but also next season. See you soon. Enjoy the winter break. <laughs>